Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us here at Crew Current Community Church in Somerset. We are the 25th of April. This is the 58th Sunday that you've had to put up with me talking to you on the screen. How amazing are you guys? My wife doesn't even do that for five minutes. Anyway, it's really, really good. Thank you, all the guys joining on Zoom, all the guys. We actually have more people in the building as well today. They have to be, they're, they're waving, all right? Just, you need to know they're <laughs> waving. And uh, the guys on Facebook, the guys on YouTube, and also the guys who are catching up on podcasts, whether it's Spotify, gosh, whether it's Apple, you know the drill, guys. It's absolutely fantastic to see you. I hope you've had a really good week. Uh, it's been sunny here in Somerset, a little bit windy, but it has been sunny, and we hope you've enjoyed yourself. Now, as usual, we're going to ask you, what kind of things do you want to be thankful for? What has happened to you during the week that you want to say, God, I really want to say in front of everyone, I'm really thankful for this. And we're going to play our first worship song, so you know what to do. While we're worshipping, get typing on the keyboard or on your iPad, on Facebook, on Zoom or whatever, and let us know what you're thankful for. And we'll come back to you after we sing Amazing Grace. Me and like a flood, 
been set free. My God, my Savior has ransomed me. And like a flood, His mercy reigns, unending love, amazing grace. is indeed amazing. That's one of my absolute favourite, favourite of all songs of all time to actually just sort of really just know what God's love is all about. So what are we thankful for this week? We are thankful for so many things. We are thankful for friends. We are thankful for blankets that we can keep warm when we're sitting out in the garden. We are thankful for the NHS and all the work that they do and everyone and the carers and all those people that just put themselves second and others first. We are thankful for the blessings that God has given us this week. The strength to paint our fences, to keep going. We've been given strength. We thank you, Lord, for just God's love and reassurance throughout the week and peace that goes beyond all understanding. You are doing so much, God, in our lives and we are thankful for absolutely everything. No matter how small or how big, we are just thankful for everything. It's amazing. God is amazing. Yeah, just a couple of other things just come in. Thankful for the food bank, um, for the guys who help preparing all the stuff for the food bank and also for all the families in Krukern who, you know, just come in and help themselves to whatever is there. Mm. And thank you for the beautiful world that we live in. Can we pray? Yeah. Father, we just thank you for everything that you are about in our lives. And we are so thankful that it's good for us to have a heart filled with gratitude and a heart of thankfulness. Yeah. And we want to express our love towards you today. In Jesus' name I ask. Amen. Amen. Okay, coming up, uh, we've got our next chat with Shan. Now, um, rather than introduce too much, um, we are familiar with Alistair Taylor, who will come and speak into the church. But Shan felt it was right, actually, to have a conversation with Delphine, because uh, we don't often see Delphine. We have seen her occasionally here in Kruger and in, in the flesh, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, well, here goes. Here's chat with Shan and Delphine. 
Good morning everyone and welcome to another chat with Sean. This week I have got the lovely Delphine with us and those of you that know Alistair well, might know who Delphine is but Delphine would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah hi I was just about to say I'm Delphine and a lot of you know that I'm sort of Alistair Taylor's wife um, but so I want to tell you a little bit about myself sort of briefly. Um, I am a sort of a specialist teacher in Milton Keynes. I work for Milton Keynes Council. So I do sort of advise and support um, schools, families, and work with children with special educational needs in Milton Keynes. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a great opportunity to sort of make a difference to those sort of children's lives um, in, in Milton Keynes. Oh, thank you. My first question for you today is quite a deep one. How do you know God is real for you? Yeah, I, I think there are kind of three kind of key things to me that that uh, reveal that God is real in my life. And the big one, his sort of unfailing love for me, mm-hmm. um, the power of prayer and uh, the awe and wonder of his creation. So, you know, I'm, I'm always amazed of how much God actually so loves me and has always loved me, who has never, ever let me go throughout the whole of my life I've been brought up you know in a Christian family I became a Christian when I was seven baptized when I was 19 um I went away to university um decided to go my own way and rebel a bit a little bit there um I got married to a non-Christian when in my third year of university very young indeed young bride there um but I just you know I went down my own road at that point in time um, I thought that my faith was still there, but, um, you know, God actually kind of never, ever left me in that sort of time. Um, and I knew that he was always with me. Um, I did go through quite a few years of difficulty in that marriage where God revealed lots of things that were under my nose, as it were, that were going on in, in my marriage. Um, and at the time, it was actually really hard to see, really hard to hear that. Um, but God brought me out of that marriage because it was so destructive. Um, and actually, I believe now, looking back, it wasn't actually God's plan for me. Um, so we got me back on track. And, and as you know, of course, I've now sort of married sort of um, Alistair Taylor. And, it's, you know, he's been completely involved in, the whole of my life and um and it's and it's wonderful and i feel that now i'm you know god is at the center of my life again um and i'm just you know his love is just amazing isn't it whatever we go through he just never lets us go and he persists so much doesn't he in in pursuing us um and, and it's yeah amazing <laughs> um the power of prayer um Particularly this kind of last year um, it has, you know, has been brilliant sort of evidence for that. Um, in my sort of role, I do come across some very, very difficult situations um, where I have some very angry parents um, about schools and about their children. Of course, they're advocates for their children. They want the best of the children. But I have these sort of meetings to try and find a way forward for school and, and and for the parents um and just before those kind of meetings i do actually really do pray for god's wisdom in that situation 
and for him to be completely involved in that meeting. And I do find that actually in those difficult circumstances, he gives me the strength. He gives me the words of wisdom and he gives me some insight in those meetings. And that isn't my power. That isn't my strength. That's completely God. And, you know, there, there's so many things that get resolved after that meeting. I kind of praise God. And I think, thank you so much. Couldn't have done it without you, you know. <laughs> and it, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, and, yeah, during lockdown, we've been really fortunate as well to, to have the countryside around here. Mm. And we go um, for lots and lots of walks. And I'm always in admiration and awe and wonder of God's creation. I, I do love nature anyway, but, you know, the, just taking time to look at the flowers, look at the details of petals, the leaves, and think, oh, my goodness, you know, God has created all this. And you're just in awe, almost speechless, aren't you? Um, and it just draws you closer to God in those, you know, in those moments. Um, but, yeah. Oh, in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, it just just listening to you talk there, it just reminds me that with our plans, we th sometimes can outsmart. We think we're outsmarting God and we know the way. Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be all okay, God. You will be. Yeah. Not that God ever leaves us at all, but sometimes we think we know God's plans far better than our own. And he brings us back to a point where we need prayer. And we yeah. go to him in prayer and we go to him and say, mm. okay, 360 degree turn here. I didn't get it right. I didn't know those plans. I did get it wrong. Um, back to prayer and back to that awesomeness of knowing that God is in, is the creator of absolutely everything and has a plan and every and purpose for our lives. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Delphine. That was just amazing. Out of that chat, myself and Stephen and over at, at home we're talking about different things and about how difficult situations can overwhelm us and how God deals with us though as individuals and life is messy life is not perfect life is just full of absolute mess and we as a church as an institution not just us as our individual church but at a whole we can set rules and say if you follow these rules this is how it'll all work out it doesn't always work that way. It doesn't always go that way. And what I'd like you to think about and pray about and write and tell us and help us to pray for you is if you're in a difficult situation, whether it's to do with your marriage, whether it's to do with your lifestyle choices, whatever it may be, whether it's to do with your children, whether it's to do with your finances, there is nothing that God cannot do and we would dearly love to pray for you because God has got an individual bespoke answer just for you. And I would really encourage you to write down your prayer request so we can pray for you. Okay. And uh, while you do that, we're going to have a song which is, um, Delphine mentioned that God pursued her recklessly. Reckless love.
you won't light up The mountain you won't climb up Coming after me so thankful that we have a God who listens and understands our situations mm. and our moments and is, is willing and just has open arms and just wanting to, well, just to talk to us. These are some of the things that have come through um, to pray for today. They're not necessarily easy things, but that's why I say I'm so thankful mm. that we have a God that we believe in and a God who answers prayer. We want to pray for housing situations and those who are moving house or those who need to move house or those who find themselves in a difficult situation. We want to pray for those who have gone through divorce, who it has affected their faith and it really has challenged. As, as Delphine mentioned in her interview, it's not necessarily an easy thing. It brings up all kinds of issues within the church, but also within the community. Never, gosh, that's without really understanding the, the pressures that it puts on the individuals. We want to pray for people and their faith. Mm. We want to pray for those who are in stressful jobs at the moment. Um, there are, gosh, there are probably quite a few that are doing that. That God, again, really, really just gets a hold of them and strengthens mm. them. We want to pray for those who have um, sexuality issues, sexual identity, all that kind of stuff. Again, it's an absolute minefield of, of opinions, an absolute minefield of do's, don'ts, of rights and wrongs, etc., etc., that can often be imposed by lots of people. But what... It, is of value and what is the, the main thing here is people's identity with God we want to pray mm. that people really seek God and find out who they are in him yeah. we want to pray for those students who have gone back who are going back uh, again that the pressures that are there again there will be a lot of mental issues that, um, that are going on because the, these guys have been pushed from pillar to post so to speak and um, really can often just be left to, to, to find things on their own so we want to pray for support networks around all our mm. students and finally, those who have money problems. I'm sure there's one or two of you out there are stressing out about money problems at the moment, whether you're on furlough, whether you've lost your job. There's all kinds of pressures that are available or, or that are just on our doorsteps, so to speak. Can we pray together? And we'll mm -hmm. just bring all these things to God. Father, I really am thankful that you listen. 
because each one of us, as we try to, to go into each and every one of these issues, we will come up with rights, we will come up with wrongs, we will come up with do's and don'ts. But you are the one who is listening. You are the one who is mm -hmm. speaking. It is your heartbeat in our lives that, that is essential. Jesus, you went to the cross and you died for our sins. So whatever may stand in the way of anything, if it's a sin issue, Father, we know that through your son, Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. we are redeemed. We are set free. We are people who have freedom. So for housing, for divorce, for job stress, for sexual identity, for students, for money problems, all things relating to our faith. God, I'm so thankful that we can take them in and we can lay them at your feet, that we can lay them in front of you. Because you are a God who understands, you are a God who knows, and you are a God who loves and you are a God who cares. So help each and every individual as they need prayer at this time. Lord, speak to them through the name of Jesus Christ, I ask. Amen. Yeah, just as Stephen was talking, I'm just reminded of when Jesus started his ministry and he used the scripture from Isaiah, I've come to bring freedom. And do you know what? Your faith should be freedom. Your relationship with God is freedom. And as a church, we need and need to help you find that freedom in your faith and your relationship with God. And just going to take you now, though, to another part of my chat with Delphine, which was a lovely, blessed morning. Through those difficult times and through difficult times that you may face, what keeps you going? What Bible verse or song that keeps you going through those difficult times? Yeah, I was kind of reminded, actually, of a, of a hymn that comes back to me time and time again. The other day, I, I did have some sort of opened up a e work email to think, ah, oh my goodness, what's this all about? There's some changes come back. There's an important meeting and the unions are involved. And as you know, I don't know about you guys, but when I see those sort of things, instantly panic sets in, worry, thinking, oh my goodness, redundancies and, you know, the, the worst case scenario. But, um, you know, that, that kind of evening, I was kind of up a fair bit that night, um, but again, the this same hymn comes back to me, and and it's that old hymn, isn't it? You know, be still and know that I am God. And actually, if you just go over those same words and you meditate on those words, you know, be still, just stop. You know, yeah. have peace and know that I'm God. I'm in control. It's fine. I've got it in hand. And you do finally just it just brings you down to reality thinking. Yeah, you've got this in hand. Okay, I'll stop panicking now. <laughs> you know, and that is that same hymn actually. And I look back and think, actually, that's always come back to me. You know, those moments. But actually, it does just bring you down and calm you and just give you that inner sort of peace that God is there. He's got it in hand. Yeah, I think it's not it's not those big important doctrinal sermons or seminars that we go on it is that simple little line yeah. that just stick with us those truths the, the simple truth be still and know that i am god yeah, yeah. and it is that simple truth that we just go back to mm -hmm. time and time again mm -hmm. in times of difficulties yeah. thank you delphine thank you for everything it was a pleasure to meet you and a pleasure to get to know you a little bit more and uh, we're looking forward to see you and Alistair when you can, can actually come down in the flesh as they say and, yeah. and have a little meal with us take you out again and it'll be absolutely lovely to see you both yeah it'll be lovely to see you guys too oh thank you ever thank so you <laughs> bye bye, bye. Thank you.
you, Zelfine. I'm going to introduce the lovely Jude now. Now, Jude, just for you to know, gave her a little message yesterday saying, I'm just thinking of you, hope everything's okay, hope your day's gone well. She gave me a list of all the different things she'd been doing that day, and then I felt quite upset. Because by all accounts, you were partying in the garden with some friends, and I wasn't invited. Then she said, oh, sorry, typo, praying in the garden. <laughs> Over to Gertrude. <laughs> okay, it's, yeah, it's a different kind of partying, praying. But it was a pray party. It was still very good and very lovely. Um, but yeah, um, I just want to uh, bring, I guess, the topic that I feel that's been on my heart really uh, for this week. And it kind of did come out as part of that uh, pray party that we were having in the garden yesterday in the glorious sunshine. Um, just really felt God uh, speak to me so strongly about being burning ones uh, and burning ones for him. So that's the kind of direction of my prayer. And as always with God, when you listen to the spirit and the fact that this is a very much a, a living God that we worship and this is just as this is a live service he too is in the midst of all of it and I think the overarching theme for today has been that incredible love that God has for us that turns us into ones who burn with passion for him and love for others so that very much is the direction of my prayers this morning and though it may seem so simple to say love is the answer just because something is simple does not make it less true that God's love truly is the answer feeling it for ourselves and expressing it to others so that's my prayer so please join your hearts with me and um, and do keep letting us know of the many prayers that God is answering right now as well those can be added to the chat too because it builds up all of our faith to hear how our loving God comes through for us so Father God we just want to lift up to you our hearts are fresh this morning. We ask that you would take out our hardened hearts and our hearts that get so corrupted by the worries and fears of this world and in place of it, replace it with a flame, a passionate flame of love for you, Father God, that we may be those burning ones that you call us to be, that every aspect of us is incendiary to whatever we touch, wherever we go, wherever we walk. Let that burning presence of the Father God be with us so powerfully. May your Holy Spirit walk with us into every room, into every situation and to every circumstance. Father God, we just pray that our passion for God grows and grows and grows and that from that such an incredible love for others just flows out of us. Father, we want to thank you for the mission and outreach of this church that enables us to to express that love to others. Father God, we want to thank you that Be A Good Neighbour is founded, enshrined and enriched and flowing with love to our community. We want to thank you for every single person who is part of the outreach and the feedback in whatever way they help, be it big or small. Father God, we thank you that they are the burning ones that you have placed in your community for such a time as this. Father God, we want to pray over, over Steve, over our leadership, over our elders, for the flame of holy passion to be reignited in them, for them to feel that fresh fire from God and overwhelming love. Father God, for all of us, whether we need to feel that love from you for the first time, having never felt it before, or whether we need a refreshing knowledge of how much you love us today. Lord God, let not one of us who is watching now or later online 
leave this service place without knowing how loved we are by you, Father God, because that love transforms everything. Father God, we pray that um, there will be a new sort of trembling and awe on us as, as holy ones of yours to carry the presence of God into the circumstances of this world and to be the solution to the problems that are around us. Father God, we want to ask that those who, who have loved you once but let their love grow cold and have drifted away from you will come back to you, just as Delphine's testimony showed, because though our human love may be flawed and fail you, yours never is. Yours is perfect and it never fails us and it is forever, it is eternal. And Father God, we just want to thank you um, that we all can feel the loving embrace of our Father God around us today, to feel that fresh fire in our hearts, to know that passion for you afresh today, Father God. And we pray that you would take us and transform us in every way possible, surrendering totally to that process and just giving our hearts to you once again this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jude. Thank you for those prayers. Thank you for just knowing, for reminding us of God's love. Now, last week I was very impressed. Finally, my husband has learned how to use Lego. Let's find out from the Upside Kingdom what he's actually learned to do this week. You know, we all love to flick through the occasional magazine, don't we? You find them in the dentist or the doctor, sometimes they're months or years old. You see, we all love a good comparison. When you find that, that in the magazines and the club books, well, it used to be club books years ago, all the profiles on social media or programs and TV, and you look at something and say, gosh, I can only dream. You see, we have a tendency to compare, to compare ourselves and compare our possessions. Where we look at something and say, ooh, if I had the money, which one would I have? Now in comes Jesus, and he's about to speak a message that will seem strange in its own day, but in today's world, this is really is something else. This is quite difficult to hear. You see, as people, we have an appetite, an appetite for more. I mean, I don't even know where it comes from, the appetite for status, for pleasure, for beauty, for possessions. I mean, is it good? Is it bad? Each man and each woman to their own thing, right? That's the way we do it. But in strolls Jesus. He's got a little bit of an audience in front of him and he walks up a hill. He gets a good position and he turns around and he says, Thank you for coming everyone. Really good that you could join me today. For all those watching on YouTube and Facebook, thank you for connecting in today. Of course he didn't say that. What he did say was this, actually he, he sits down and he begins a speech. He begins to tell us about his way of living, kingdom living, an opportunity where he lays it out plain and simple. You see, this is a message for those who want to follow him, those who want to be like him. And he starts by saying these words, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom. No, 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 no. Because surely a kingdom is about grandeur, about palaces, clothing, horses, shows of beauty and displays of might. Actually, not quite. Jesus starts by making a rather unusual claim. It's probably bordering on the absurd a little bit, where he says, Blessed are the poor in spirit. I can just imagine someone being there saying, Did we just hear him right? Did he say that it's good to be poor? I tell you what, guys, as soon as we've had lunch, I'm out of this place. Well, yes and no. Jesus did say, Blessed are the poor in spirit. But he isn't glamorizing us being financially poor. Nor is he saying you have to take up a vow of poverty. Look at it this way. How do you know that you're poor? Well, 
It's when your outgoings are more than your income, then you know that you are in need, right? It's when your brain becomes aware and says, do you know what, we have something going wrong here, we are in need, we are poor. And see, this is the picture that Jesus shows us here spiritually. If we admit that we have a need, then we are blessed. You know, the amazing thing is that we can be on this road for many, many years and still be a person in need. You see, we are never too old to outlive God's grace, whether that's something practical or something spiritual. So in the upside down kingdom, the way to go up is to admit that you are in need spiritually. And the way to go down is to believe that you can do it yourself. You see, the way to be secure is actually to admit that we're insecure. To gain access to the kingdom of heaven is to admit that we can't buy it or we can't earn it. Do you know what? I can't even impress God in order to get in. I simply have to admit that I am poor. Now, you like me, you probably don't like to admit that we are in need. You see, our human design is we don't want people to see us in that way. I'm fine, I'm doing okay, when the reality can often be something very different. You know, as a minister, when I ask people, they will always say, I'm fine, I'm doing okay, or I'll get better in a few days. And actually, they will tell me what they think I want to hear in order for me to go away. Except Jesus tells me, if you want to be in better condition, if you want to inherit the kingdom of God, be honest with yourself. He's not saying that we have to impress him, read more, pray more, help more, give more. Actually, it all starts here with something quite simple. Admit that you are in need. It's an attitude that's fit for the kingdom of God. But hold on a moment. This is not woe is me kind of attitude. I'm weak and feeble and I can, can do nothing. What this is about is it's about him and what he brings with his kingdom. Oh, the word blessed, by the way, actually it's not a word that we use too much today. And it's difficult to pinpoint a precise word of what it means. But it actually means this. Wholeness, joy, well-being, total peace, congratulations and happiness. It's the first thing that Jesus speaks to the crowd. Be happy and you will find inward happiness by doing this. You see, we pursue happiness, but here Jesus flips it on its head, where he says... Happy are those who are rich, wealthy, well-connected, the great, the good, the superstars, the clever, the well-educated, the religious. Actually, that's not what he says. He says, blessed, happy are the poor in spirit, those who admit their need. So never confuse your net worth with your self-worth. You see, it's something that speaks to all of us, all ages, all cultures, all races, all genders. The way to riches in the kingdom of heaven is to start with happiness, and happiness is found by saying, I am needy. You see, if that is you, then the kingdom of heaven is for you. It's amazing, isn't it? Happiness is found in saying, I am in need. God bless. So my daughter likes to do things that make me happy. Yeah, these funny little things. And oddly enough, when I was looking at this, I, um, okay, I'm going to confess something here. 
Um, recently, as I've been shaving a little bit, I found a little bit of a rash under my chin. And I thought, okay, let's get some different moisturizers. So I was going online comparing moisturizers. Yeah, you've heard it right. I was going online comparing moisturizers. And I actually found one that's called Happy, Happy Moisturizer. But um, it was £135 a bottle. So we're going to take an offering. And <laughs> uh, to make my chin happy. Yeah, um, gosh, yeah. When I was researching this, guys, I also found a book that said, How to Be Happy Without Money. And it was £9.99 on Amazon. What I would love to do is I would love to hear what makes you happy. What, you know, what do you think that God is saying to you to be poor in spirit? Is where we actually admit that we need something. So we're going to have a worship song in just a moment. Again, I would love to hear what you think about the upside down kingdom. What do you think about being poor in spirit? What do you think about being happy this morning? Yeah. So our next hymn is one of my favourites. I don't know the words to an awful lot of songs. I'm not that great. But this hymn, I know the words to pretty much every, every line of it. It's one of my favourite hymns. Are you going hymns. to sing it? I'm not going to sing it. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, you could be really... I'm going to introduce Blessed Assurance. Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. All our affords to glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. Born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song. song, praising my Savior 
down kingdom this idea of success being in our faces all the time for younger people the social media aspect of things where success is seen on how happy you are and you see posts whether it's on TikTok or Instagram I'm doing this I'm doing that I'm happy I've got everything sorted and you are given and presented an image that everything is fine in reality it is not that at all and God and Jesus, even 2,000 years ago, knew that people have got it the wrong way around. To admit and say, actually, I'm struggling, I'm in need. And for some of us, if this has hit you and it's something quite difficult that you don't want prayer about today, it is something that you can contact us with. Or find your Christian friends and say, will you pray for me? My life isn't as happy as I think I want everyone to think it is. I'm struggling. I've got it all upside down. I want to know the blessings and the peace that goes beyond all understanding. Amen, guys. Well, we've come to the end of today. We want to um, say farewell in just a moment, but to say thank you. Thank you for everyone for tuning in and watching. Mm -hmm. We hope you have a glorious day the rest of the day, and we hope you have a glorious week. May the Lord bless you, and may the Lord keep you, and may the Lord make his face shine upon you. In the meantime, goodbye from Kruker. Goodbye.